This weekend, we continue our Lenten message series on giving up worry for Lent. Last week, we especially focused on how we experience temptations during the Lenten season, especially against the identity that God has given us as beloved ones of God, and in that mission, that special purpose that God has placed us in this world to accomplish. And how as we give up those worries to God, we can be protected against that way that the evil one will try to attack us and our identity as beloved ones and that special mission or purpose. This weekend, we're focusing on the theme of offering it up. Now, you've probably heard that expression of offer it up before. I used to hate that expression. (laughs) because it wasn't explained to me very well. And I think it's one of the Christian expressions that is probably misused the most and misunderstood the most of any of the expressions. I used to think that offer it up meant grin and bear it, (laughs) or suck it up buttercup, as one person once told me. (laughs) Or would you like a little bit of cheese with your wine? (laughs) Those type of expressions sometimes is what we think when we hear offer it up. It's kind of more of a stoicism, a way of just kind of muscle push right through whatever it is we're experiencing. But that is not what the expression of offer it up is really meant. When we offer up, Whatever worry, anxiety, frustration, difficulty, whatever it is that we're experiencing or wrestling with at that moment, what happens is we unite what we're going through at that moment with what Jesus went through on the cross. That's why offering it up allows us to participate with Jesus in his passion, in his suffering, and in his cross. Because as we all unfortunately know, there are moments when we certainly experience suffering and difficulty and loss in this life. And those are hard moments for us. But when we choose to offer it up and unite those moments with what Jesus experienced in his passion and in his death, then Jesus transforms what we're going through at that particular moment. And instead of it just being that difficult, hard thing that we don't like to go through, there's a resurrection moment, a transformation that takes place. So it's a good thing for us to offer up what we experience because of how God will transform what we're experiencing in those moments. And there's actually a relief that comes through. When one offers it up in the true Christian understanding, it's actually easier to go through those difficult moments. And the worries or anxieties go to our Lord rather than just staying with us in that particular moment. Also, a second aspect of offering it up 
is not just the way that we unite what we're experiencing, our difficulties, trials, worries, and anxieties with what Jesus went through, but the second aspect of offering it up is those ways that we realize how the difficulties that we experience can have a transformative effect for others. How the difficulties and trials that we experience can become a blessing for those that we know and that we care about. Jesus is not a masochist. He did not enjoy going through his passion and his death. But what he did is he offered it up to his heavenly father, to God the Father, because of how much he loves each and every single one of us and of how he wanted to offer everything that he was experiencing for every one of us as well so that we would experience a blessing, the blessing of eternal life with him. So when we choose to offer up whatever it is that we're going through or experiencing, it becomes an opportunity to bless those that we especially care about. I try to be very intentional. Whenever I'm experiencing some kind of illness, stress, or anxiety, I like to say I don't like to waste that particular difficulty that I'm experiencing in that moment, but I want to direct it somewhere. Sometimes it's for my family, Sometimes it's for all of you, for a staff member, for a friend. It depends on the situation, whoever it is that God puts me in, on my heart in that moment. I offer those things up. And what I always notice after I offer up whatever that difficulty is, that person will experience some kind of blessing in their life. And it helps me to feel better as well because I know whatever difficulty that I was going through I can see how God brought something good out of it and brought a blessing to someone that I care about. So especially as we reflect on this theme of offer it up, it's this twofold idea that we are uniting whatever we experience with what Jesus experienced. So we have a special oneness in that moment with God. And also there's a blessing that is brought to those that we care about when we offer up what we're experiencing as well. Now we see scriptural examples of offering it up first in the first reading. Can you imagine what it would be like to hear God saying, I want you to sacrifice your child? And we have to remember the backstory. Abraham and Sarah were not young when they had their child. Part of the miracle was that Sarah was past the childbearing age and had their child when it seemed like that was impossible. Abraham was no spring chicken, so to speak. And so they had waited for so long to have this child, <clears throat> to experience this blessing. Then they experienced that blessing and God's asking for that blessing to be given over? Can you imagine what would have gone through the mind of Abraham? But Abraham trusted God. He had such a strong faith in God that he was willing 
and made those preparations to sacrifice his son. But then, as we know, God stopped him because he saw how Abraham was willing to offer it up. He offered to God that worry, that anxiety, all that was going through his mind and heart as he was preparing himself to lose that son that he had waited so long for. And what was the blessing that was brought out of all of that? God blessed Abraham. He blessed the way that Abraham was willing to offer up his very son. And so his descendants were numerous. We see again, and we can learn from Abraham how to offer up to God what are those difficulties we face and to find that union with God and to experience that blessing that God desires to offer. We also see in the transfiguration account in today's gospel another example of offering it up. Jesus is transfigured on the mountaintop and three of his closest followers observe that. Now, they, as scripture says, were terrified. (laughs) They probably thought, by the way, that they were going to die. (laughs) Because the Jewish understanding, if you were to look upon the face of the glorified God, you weren't going to be around much longer. (laughs) So part of their terror came from the fact that they probably thought that they were going to die at that moment. If we think we're in danger of death, we have just a wee bit of fear, anxiety, and worries, correct? So at that moment, when the transfiguration is happening, Peter, James, and John are going through something. They're going through a lot of worry. They're thinking that this might be it for their lives here in this life. But then when Peter offers, Lord, it's good that we're here, he is offering up what he's experiencing to God in that moment. And then he's able to experience that greater unity and that transformation of that moment to be able to enter into the glory of God rather than just staying in that place of fear, worry, and anxiety. So offering it up is a very powerful way of experiencing freedom from the fears, the worries, the anxieties, and to encounter the peace that God desires to give to us. Now, yesterday, it seems like God is going to give me something on the Saturday of every Saturday of Lent, the way things are going so far in the Lenten season. Once again, had a fun little experience happen. We lost partial power to the church, to the Palermo building and the parish hall because of some transformer nearby that was having some issues. And thankfully, it was all resolved by the time we had our Saturday Vigil Mass. But it did a number on our HVAC systems. As you can tell, it's working now well. But it wasn't working so well last night when it got to 80 plus degrees in the church. And earlier today when it wasn't quite so comfortable or chilly in here as well. And again, I was tempted with worry. Because I was thinking to myself, oh my gosh, Lord, someone is going to faint. We have enough people that sometimes faint when it's 68 degrees in the church, yet alone when it gets above 76 degrees in the church. And I was so worried that something bad, etc., was going to happen. But then I reminded myself, 
Remember your Lenten discipline, Charlie. You've said that you're going to give up worry. This is just another one of those temptation moments that's being entered at you. So I stopped, I prayed, after having that bit of a pause, and what God put on my heart, he said, why don't you pray that no one faints if that's what you're worried about? So I offered up literally the anxiety and worry that I had that someone was going to faint and prayed that no one would faint. Guess what happened or did not happen? No one fainted. <laughs> so by offering up in that particular moment, the very thing that I was worried and anxious about could have consumed me throughout the morning masses. But since my guardian angel once again helped me to remember my Lenten discipline, and to pause and to pray and to give that over to God, there was a transformation. There was a way that no one experienced any bad effects from the fact that the church was warm. And once again, I had a story to be able to tell you all during this particular Mass. We'll see if God gives me another story to tell you next week. Although, hopefully not, because it seems like he's up in the ante each week. So we'll see what happens. But I encourage us, again, to see this expression of offering it up in a new way. To see how it gives us an opportunity to unite whatever we're experiencing with Jesus. And how God wants to bring a blessing for us and for others when we choose to offer it up what we're experiencing. And I hope that you'll choose to stay and join us after this Mass for our Lenten mission. Gary Zemak, the author of the book, Giving Up Worry for Lent, will be presenting our mission tonight after this Mass and Monday at 6.30 and on Tuesday at 6.30 as well. The Monday mission uh, will begin with our normal 6.30 p.m. Mass and then we'll go into the mission after that. And it's a great opportunity because as Gary Zemak says, he struggled with anxiety and worry himself, and he wants to share with what God gave to him. Literally, Gary's story is an example of offering it up. He offers up his worry and anxiety every time he preaches a mission, the way he's written books, etc., and how many countless stories. All you have to do is look at the reviews of his books and of his missions to hear how there's been a blessing that's come to so many people from that anxiety and worry that Gary struggled with. So if you too struggle with anxiety and worry and want to learn how to give it up for Lent, I invite you again to stay with us after this Mass today as we choose to give up worry for Lent, especially as we offer it up to God.